0: Go to NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. Am I too old to get a gimmick, establish a gimmick at this point in my life? I'm thinking of becoming suspenders guy. I'm the guy who always wears suspenders. Wow.
1: Wow. (laughs) Well... If you're going for an old guy gimmick, that's a good old guy gimmick.
0: Uh, hipsters wear suspenders. That's, mm. not, that's not the... I'm
1: not sure it would come off that way. <laughs> I'm trying to be kind.
0: It's not entirely the purview of the old. No, no. Mm. Maybe Google Glasses will
1: be my gimmick. I doubt it. But, you know, it's funny. Let's First of all, let's welcome Haley Tsukiyama, technology reporter for the Washington Post to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Always a pleasure. Haley, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Just fine, great, thank you. You know, it, w- when we're brainstorming, when we're looking for ideas, and I say the same thing in the family setting, the reason you you're open minded about brainstorming is because sometimes uh, an idea that's not good or won't work is just one tick off of a really good idea, <laughs> and and I think the original idea for Google Glass is that you could walk down the street like a pretentious bag, um, that wasn't so great. But what are they thinking of uh, the Google Glass for now?
2: Sure. So, uh, sorry, that's just a very funny description of Google Glass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What they're looking at for Google Glass now is for looking at it in um, sort of uh, workplace settings. So, um, you know, using it um, so that people can wear goggles and, say, operate heavy machinery and have, you know, have a pretty easy way to look at the... At the, um, at the instructions or sort of at, you know, kind of other educational materials that they might want while they're working and they want their hands free.
0: Uh, well, f- I think that this is uh, going to happen in my lifetime where everybody will walk around most of the time with some sort of contraption on their head that they're staring at a screen. And then we'll be, uh, we'll be checking our texts, we'll be, um, you know, getting our emails. It'll be work-related, it'll be entertainment-related, it'll be everything. But uh, this is more of a step toward that road, just in the workplace
2: yeah, I think you know when google i mean sort of as you as you alluded to when Google was looking at glass the you know the first time around for consumers, there was a lot of resistance to that idea right that we would all that we would all be walking around with these glasses and they they look kind of doofy. And, you know, they, they just they ran into a lot of problems with sort of the fashion and social aspects of it. But some of the most interesting applications that they developed even back then were for the workplace, you know, for emergency workers who might want the floor plan of a building so that they can reach someone more quickly, that sort of thing. And so I think they really saw, you know, these are the use cases that that didn't get them made fun of, that, that kind of solidified uh, the use case for Google Glass. And they said, all right, we're going to focus on on workplace.
1: Yeah, I found your article really interesting because you mentioned emergency response teams. You're talking about hospitals. And the idea I got from it is like a checklist. You don't have to go get it and look at it or, or uh, you know, what the patient, what drugs the patient's gotten and when they've gotten them. It's right there for you. And and it, it just reduces a lot of the going back and forth in the workplace. Or, or like I, de- I like the idea of a warehouse. You look way over there and it'll tell you, you know, what's on those shelves. Or You know, it's, it's hard for me to imagine I have a job jabbering about the news every morning. But uh, it, it sounds really interesting and applicable.
0: Well, the style application part of it, it could be like pagers and cell phones, which were Just the workplace to start with, and you looked a little geeky with them. But you know, nobody thinks it's geeky to have a cell phone on them now. Uh, It's just you know became culturally acceptable in all areas of your life. I I think we'll be having some sort of Google Glass on our head. Um, How expensive are these things?
2: So that is one thing that Google is not disclosing. I did ask them, and they said, "Well, it kind of depends on you know on." Uh, kind of business to business, how they want to implement them. So presumably you would get discounts at scale and, you know, sort of how, how you're looking yeah. at
0: that. I don't know why so. I even asked that. It's a dumb question because whatever it costs now it would be half a year from now and and, a, and 20% of that in three years. So it doesn't make any difference. That's um, yeah, stupid t- question. All yeah, new technology terrible. is expensive. No Here,
2: such thing as a stupid question.
0: <laughs> all there is. You don't know me. Um, <laughs> so in the future, this is what I'm picturing, Haley. We all wear some sort of glasses and we see a screen in front of us. We're staring at our screens all the time. It'll just be handy to have it there kind of floating in front of our face instead of carrying our phone or whatever and facial recognition technology so i'm walking down the hallway somebody comes walking up up there in my eyesight my google Glass, unbeknownst to them yes recognizes their face says this is jim he's in accounting he's got a son who plays on your kids little league team right and i got
1: all that information right in front of me Uh, what does it cost how about a million (laughs) dollars
0: i'll pay a million
1: dollars for that
2: wouldn't that be awesome it would be awesome. I there's some privacy things that I would worry about, automatic uh, facial recognition, but I you know, that use case would be pretty cool.
1: There is no privacy left. It's yeah. over. That's Haley, going away. Haley Tsukiyama of the Washington Post is on the line. But oh my God, you walk up and it says You had joke about donuts last Tuesday. Right. Hey, any good donuts lately? (laughs) I mean, that'd just be great.
2: Oh, that'd be so
1: great. That would end so much of my stress. Uh, So I'm sorry, you probably said this already, but this is happening now. Google's already uh, aggressively marketing the, they just want us to call it glass. Yeah. See, there already is that, though. It's in the windows, for instance. Well, I dr- I drink out of them, so that's a terrible name. Mention that to Google. But so, is this already uh, happening?
2: Yes, they're already working with uh you know, with companies but they're sort of uh they brought so they they kind of put glass on uh you know, on ice for a little that's a weird way to say that. But yeah, they they sort of uh, stopped talking about it for a couple of years. So this is sort of the reintroduction and yes, they're definitely already talking to companies about
1: Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, I can really, really see it in oh, industrial yeah. uh applications. I see yeah. it
0: in just regular life. I think it's gonna take oh, over So
1: you think the original trot out was was, was good and should have caught on. It just Didn't quite yet.
0: Oh, it'll take a while, but... Okay. All right, coming from a man
1: who wants to wear suspenders. (laughs) Haley Tsukiyama, technology reporter for The Washington Post. Uh,
0: Good stuff as always, Haley. Thanks a million.
2: Thanks for having me. All
0: right, you got it. The combination of virtual reality technology and um, the Google Glass thing, I just think we're all going to be wearing some sort of helmet or glasses or... I don't know what it's going to look like, or maybe it'll be implanted in our head. I don't know what, but (laughs) it'll be implanted in your head. See, I'm trying to go the
1: opposite direction now. I'm trying to be really disciplined about not looking at my phone when I should be interacting with a real human being. So I think the facial recognition software will be useful because you'll be looking at a person, pretending to listen to them, and the facial recognition software will tell you they've realized you're not listening to the word you say, uh, they say. So you can go, wow, really, and look them right in the eye, then go back to looking at news headlines or whatever. So I think this is an unholy and unhealthy uh, trend in, in human society, and I'm against it.
0: It'll be a lot of the stuff you do on your phone. It'll just be right in front of your eyesight. Um uh, where you're going, your directions will be right there. You're shopping, you're looking around, prices are popping up as you're looking around at various stuff at the grocery store or where you could buy it at other places and just. Sure, so I want many more information beyond, you know, our kids play on the same little league team. I want to know like what are the chances that he beats me in a fight? Can can you give me those odds? Oh, right? Like yeah. I walk up to Connor McGregor, just flashes red. Do not engage, do not engage.
1: Right. Or what are the chances
0: this guy can make me
1: some money down the line? chance a profitable relationship. Or maybe in
0: social settings, too hot for you. She's a possibility. Also too hot for you. You're clearly a
1: six. She's not. Real stretch, (laughs) but try. Boy, that'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. You're boring them. You're boring them. You know, during a conversation, you think, oh, man. Alert. Change topic.
3: Change topic.
1: I thought this story about cleaning my golf clubs was really
0: interesting, but apparently not. Everybody would win in that scenario. That So doctors use these, um, like operating and stuff, I guess that's pretty handy. They got all kinds of vitals and instructions and everything like that right in front of their eyesight. Yeah, the idea of instructions
1: is interesting. Surgeons, not just every doctor. Yeah, but I mean, I like it. If you're, you're fixing a faucet, for instance. I got a faucet needs fixing. The The YouTube video could be right there as you're doing it. Of course, my phone is right there, so it's an incremental step. But like most things in human uh, you know, endeavors, it's going to be both a blessing and a curse.
0: So we have some details that have come out on that, uh, that shooting we talked about yesterday, that woman up in Minneapolis. Oh,
1: yeah, terrible. Uh, she reports a, a
0: possible rape,
1: runs out to say to the cops, hey, I called you, it's over here, and they shoot her dead. Horrifying.
0: Now they're saying officer who shot bride-to-be. So the woman who died is a bride-to-be. I guess that makes it more tragic? Yes.
4: Yoga teacher. Somebody loved her.
0: I think it was fairly tragic to start with, whether she was a bride-to-be or already a bride. You know nothing about the news business. It'd
1: be even better if it was the day before a wedding.
0: I want to hear the new wrinkle in this story. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This here text line, which is 415-295-KFTC. Always entertaining. Um, I tried on the first Google Glass. It was like having a TV in the upper corner of the room everywhere. Very distracting. I think you'd get used to it. And I just, I think that's the way we're going to be in the future. I think.
4: You're going to be. I'm going to be in the woods, commuting with nature directly. Yeah, I, I tried them on. Uh, and it's very cool, but just very raw. Just not. It's not very polished yet. Well, but. they'll make it better. Yeah, oh yeah.
0: You'll be in the woods, and you'll look over to Bird, and then it'll give you the name of the bird, um, it's it's a genus, it's a mating habits, or whatever other information you mm. you want. Now you get my interest. Yeah, so whatever
4: you're interested. Randy little bird. I definitely had the, the feeling that this is the future, man. This oh yeah, is, this is it c- coming. clearly is. Call me a Luddite, but I'm a little bit worried about how Google Glasses
0: are going to affect my beer goggles. Good point. Number one, it's not Google Glasses.
1: It's Google Glass. But now, it's not even Google Glass. It's just
0: glass. That's too... Douchey. (laughs) Well,
1: that and just confusing. Well, right. Have you gotten glass yet?
4: Uh, What do you think? I got leather in my windows? Remember remember the first iteration, they called people who wore them glay holes. Glass holes, yes. You can say it.
0: Glass is not a forbidden word, and neither is hole. Right. (laughs)
4: Certainly,
1: uh, rude fishermen could be bassholes, just for instance. Somebody with no cooth could be a crasshole. That's right. Indeed.
0: That should be an insult. That's good. Thank you. What a crasshole. On Kid Rock running for uh, the U.S. Senate... Uh Al Franken's a senator and he's taken very seriously, as he should be. I mean, he's a serious guy and uh he was a you know a comedian. So what what Kid Rock's actually like or would be like as U.S. senator, I shouldn't judge. Yeah, I know it's funny. We we just want to ca- characterize people or categorize people, well, I should say. Wait a second though. Come on. Well, I haven't <laughs> even finished. <laughs> Go ahead. What? You people you think it's wrong that people were jumping to conclusions as a guy dances around on stage with a Major in a in a wife beater and a backwards fedora,
1: talking about grabbing some crotch. All <laughs> right. Well, perhaps you know there's some conclusions that could be drawn, but
0: Pe- I don't people know. making I def- assumptions about him is, is somewhat on him, not <laughs> <Cool, laughs> just <by> the- me. <laughs> all right, all right, already. <laughs> you you I mean you spend your whole life developing a persona. You are going to have to say, okay, that is that that is that act. Here who I who is here. This You're, is who I really am. Right. I I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, I just saw But Kid- the idea that somebody decides at age like
1: 18, this is probably my best option for making a living, that that defines them completely. Sure. And I, I don't know. I'd like to hear what Mr. Robert Ritchie has to say.
0: I just saw Kid Rock and Salinas this past weekend. He did a great tribute to the military, put on a great show. Yeah, he's super good
1: on that stuff. And the American worker, I mean, he's got a very micro esque attitude about working people, because those are his people, we and he's running against Debbie Stabenai, who, who says, well, I'm going to do what I do best, working for the people of Michigan.
0: God, what a waymo response. response. Um, he's going to beat her like a disobedient backup dancer. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and we got this text. I'm looking for the TV show in a few years. Governing with the stars. That is that is where we are for some. Reason. Mm-hmm. Anywho, oh, well, nobody the- has
1: any patience for complex ideas and plans. So you can't just trot those out and win an election. You got to beat somebody.
0: That um idiocracy. It would seem to be a nice woman who did nothing wrong who got shot dead by the police in Minneapolis. There is an update on that story. Marshall will have it as news. Bottom of the hour. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. It's just unthinkable.
1: Plus, uh, well, yeah, I've got some analysis from from some uh, cops and thinkers who study these high-stress situations that you might find intriguing. So, listen, there are a number of differences between the Armstrong and Getty program and other uh, shows uh, that may or may not be of a similar political bent. Whatever our bent is, we're bent in a number of different directions. Um, but they make their living pandering to you, um, and and we don't. And here's a really good example for it. We've gotten emails, uh, quite a few emails recently. Up, oh, this website's about to crash. Well, that's fun. Um, we've gotten a number of emails and texts and the rest of it, uh, screaming at us, guys, stop talking about the that what was a uh, ABC Wapo poll or something about Trump's approval rating. Um, s- stop talking about that. Why don't you report? that there was a 12% oversampling of Democrats. And the Sean Hannity's of the world are hammering this hard. Rush Limbaugh was talking about it. These guys know better. They are pandering to you. When you have oversampling in a poll, it's corrected for. There are a number of reasons you do that intentionally. For instance, maybe you're uh, you're polling people in a state with 13% Hispanic population. That means if you're pulling 600 people, 78 of them precisely would be Hispanic. But if you only pull 78% of people, the margin of error is extremely high. And so, in fact, in that example, it's over 10%. And you can't break that down. You can't draw any conclusions from a sample that small at all. And so you you oversample Hispanics. You'd pull 300 of them. So then you have statistically useful uh conclusions, but then you would shrink mathematically their effect on the overall poll as if you only polled 78 of them.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? Do I know what you're saying? Do you know what I'm I saying? I absolutely know what you're saying. I've, I, I got wore out by this by Karl Rove five years ago right. when he claimed for an entire year, no, Mitt Romney's going to win. You see how they're undersampling? All right.
1: Yeah, and, and actually this Republican pollster who uh, who wrote this piece is telling, when pollsters hear this stuff, we roll our eyes because it is not what it sounds like. In fact, it's – so you end up oversampling Democrats, but then you multiply each Democrat by 0. 0.8 or whatever to get you back to their real significance – as individuals. But 12% oversampling does not mean what you think it means.
0: Besides, if you look at a, a few polls, you'll see Trump is around 40, high 30s, 40 in right. a number of polls. <clears throat> right. So ABC <clears throat> is the lowest out there, but Bloomberg has him at 41, I think, currently. He actually had, has Hillary at 39, which is amazing. Right. Hillary is at 39 with Trump at 41. She has gotten less popular since the election. Yes. Which is amazing. Appropriately. Usually it goes the other way. We get this kind of foggy, like George Bush's approval ratings are up. You know, that that usually happens over time. Uh, Hillary's getting less popular. Well, she's going around blaming everybody but herself and making it
1: infinitely clear to those who missed it over the prior 30 years that she's not a
0: good person. On election day, 8% of her voters didn't have a favorable opinion of her. So that was a... Wow, ha- so they I,
1: held their nose and voted for her.
0: Yeah, that's, a, I hate Trump so much, I'm going to vote for Hillary anyway. 8% felt that way. It's now 20% yeah. of her
1: voters, people wow. have voted for Two and a half times, you know, times as per- many.
0: Yeah, since, since November. That is amazing. But anyway, the ultimate point being... Lock her up! They've Lock her up! What? They've got... Bloomberg has Trump at 41. ABC had him at 37. That's not that wide a discrepancy. He's around the high 30s, 40. Right. He just is. Right. You don't like that? Well, I don't know what to do. But yeah, it's that's been just... kind of rough
1: sledding. He gets terrible coverage in the media. And so, yeah, he's not a terribly popular president at this point. That, that, that shouldn't threaten you. You shouldn't be upset by that. There's still so much time. So much time. He's not getting effing impeached. And speaking of which, the New York Times the other day, we we should have been hammering them for bringing up the idea of treason because of the Don Jr. meeting. That's ridiculous. It's laughable. Actually, Alan Dershowitz, who's a Hillary supporter, has been banging this drum really loud. They did nothing illegal at all. It's almost certainly under the purview of the First Amendment getting together with somebody. It's the same as a journalist. If, if somebody, some ruski says to a guy from the New York Times, hey, we've got some really crazy stuff about Hillary, the journalist is going to make that call. I'm not saying it's good or ethical or the sort of thing our political leaders ought to do, but the idea that it's within a stinking mile of treason is is hilarious.
0: But they didn't do anything illegal that we're aware of. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking
1: about based on the uh,
0: what's known. I'm much more open to the idea that they did after Don Jr.'s lies last week. Well,
1: yeah, but uh, okay. all right, all right. Well, they might have consorted with space aliens too, or conducted bizarre experiments. No, on no, puppies. no, no. That's not fair. That, that's, that's not fair. Him, you don't him, know
0: him lying last week about that makes it clear that they're willing to hide stuff. And Shh. I didn't believe that before. I didn't think before they were trying to hide anything. Mm-hmm. I now know they will they hide something. They knew they'd crossed the line and
1: were trying to hide it. Yeah. In terms of of uh, dancing with the Russians. Yeah. Well, my only point is it, it the the New York Times is absurdly
0: oh saying treason on pandering to their crowd yeah. that they well, bring up treason. Well, uh, Kane brought that up last week. He's the Tim Cain's an yeah. ass. <laughs> he brought that up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, treason impeachment, all that stuff is just dumb. Besides, it would be such a stupid political move. Oh yeah such a stupid if I'm a democrat the last thing I want is for Trump to get booted out of office and Mike Pence become a pretty popular president well, and get reelected and the 40% of America that approves of Trump's
1: performance right now would never vote democrat for the rest of their breathing days so, with all due respect to Maxine Waters, wait a minute. How much respect is due to Maxine Waters? None. That's how much. <laughs> with all due respect, nobody's getting impeached anytime soon. Why? Well, you it's just I, ridiculous. Why would
0: you want to? I if know, you're a Democrat, abs- it'd
1: be suicidal. Um, <laughs> but but jabbering about it cranks up your contributions. That's true. From the hardcore.
0: That's true. Which it's what it's all about. I'm going to throw this in here, so we don't have to talk about politics again the next time. I heard a strategist say last night, and it's the first time I've heard somebody point this out, and yesterday, my theme, you got to run this theme through, any conversation about anything, nobody thought Donald Trump was going to win. You have to always factor that in. That's why Republicans were so comfortable going up on front of a crowd and saying, I will repeal and replace, I will repeal every word of Obamacare on day one, because they never thought there was a chance in hell they would actually have to deal with the situation. Right. That's why it was. It was even more cynical than I thought. So it's not floundering in the. How did you guys talk about this for so long and not have a plan? We didn't think we needed a plan. Right. Because <laughs> Hillary is going to be president. So we would just continue to, you know, pass these r- repeal legislations knowing she would go to veto them. Right. We didn't have to get our act together. We didn't think Donald Trump was going to win. Well, not only that, but you
1: think we didn't know that Rand Paul and Susan Collins could never agree? We knew it. It just didn't matter. It's like vowing what you're going to do when you're an astronaut. You can vow anything you want. I'm going to conquer the moon. I'm going to paint the entire thing kind of an off-white. You vow anything you want. I'm going to eat a thousand moon rocks.
0: I like Rand Paul's current thing. So all all of you Republicans who voted to repeal Obamacare and now won't re- vote to re- now when it matters, right? You voted for it when you knew it didn't matter. You won't vote it now. I want you all to go back to your states and explain to people why it was a good idea then and not a good idea you now. Love Rand Paul. Yeah. Well, at least he's calling out their cynicism. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Plus, I love his plan, but he won't get any attention. His hair's a little ridiculous. It really is. He needs to tighten up his lettuce. He really, <laughs> really does. Let's up? up your
0: news, Marshal Marshall. Well, we, so we do have it. an update on the police shooting
3: of an Australian woman in Minneapolis. One officer is talking. And one of President Trump's leading critics is telling everybody to calm down about that Trump-Putin G20 meeting. And there is big money
1: in avocado toast. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Avocado yeah, toast. I'm glad you're doing that Trump-Putin story, God, it's so overblown. But cable news is desperate, like a teenage boy is desperate for having his, you know what, touched. The, 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 the cable news is desperate for your eyes and ears, so they trump everything up. No pun intended.
0: God, your metaphors are so distracting.
4: It's a gift.
0: <laughs> is this the star of Game of Thrones, Ed Sheeran?
4: Have you heard the backlash? Yeah, he like quit Twitter oh, because all he, the, he deleted his account, yeah. like all the like the account with fifteen something million followers or wow. whatever. Yeah, just deleted it. People said he ruined Game of Thrones his cameo. <laughs> I'm not concerned. I think Ed Sheeran's going to be just fine.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
4: <laughs> but Ed,
0: stop getting your feelings hurt by strangers on the internet. <laughs> Oh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. As the theme continues on the text line, would you call someone with too much disposable wealth an ho ho, well played. Uh, do I see Chipotle has more uh, something going on with their food and their stock has dropped? Yeah, a bunch of people got sick again. I think in Virginia.
4: Yeah.
1: Wow. What yep. is it with the, the folks at Chipotle? Having trouble getting
0: on? Uh, well, I, they got lawyers. I got to what, what is it this time? Norovirus. Norovirus oh, yep. no. in their food? Oh yeah. boy, you don't Not. want that. Now tell n- me this: How do you nail that down and not and no? It's just not somebody was in the store. A bunch of people got
1: sick right like the same day, and said to Chipotle, "Hey, we ate at your place, and now I, I can't get off the John." Um, and a bunch of people right. called, um, and so it was pretty clearly foodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a question for you, though: As uh, students of the media, which we are. Is a similar-sized problem and a similar problem happening to, and I'm not going to name the restaurants because the rumor would start, but Restaurant A. there would be a very familiar name. Could be. One outlet in Ohio had a problem. Restaurant B, same thing happened in Seattle. But now that Chipotle's kind of on the list and getting the attention.
0: Right. It's like if, if somebody robs a, 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 has a bad experience with a taxi driver, it doesn't make the news. Right. If it's an Uber driver, it's a huge story. Of course, yeah. I wonder.
3: Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. The officer who shot and killed an Australian woman on Saturday night is not talking to investigators. Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges on Officer Muhammad Noor's silence.
2: I wish that he would make a statement, is what I want to say. We can't compel him by law, but I wish that he would make that statement. Meanwhile, Noor's partner...
0: Hey, I was thinking about this earlier yep. today, and um, I think... Police departments around the country need to rethink how to deal with these things. They're currently dealing with them in a strictly either legal sense or investigatory sense. They need to start thinking about it in a public relations sense just because it's damaging the trust between people and the police. On a practical level, I think you're uh, you're right. Yeah, good point. and, and, And that needs to be rethought. Yes, it's a bad idea. Any lawyer would say, keep your mouth shut until the investigation's done. But that's not good for the relationship between people in the police department. And if there's a good explanation, you've got to get that out there so people don't think police are going around gunning people down. They have itchy trigger fingers. Although, dude did make an apology. Not an apology, but expressed his grief. His and
3: condolences to the family. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, Norris' partner, though, is talking. Matthew Heredy said... They were startled by a loud noise just as Justine Damon approached their squad car. This after she'd called 911 to report what she thought was a sexual assault going on in an alley by her home. Now Harity, who was driving the cruiser, said after the noise, Officer Noor fired his weapon across Harity and through the open window of
1: the squad car, hitting Damon in the stomach. Wow! God. So loud bang. Figure comes out of the darkness. He guns. Guns are down. I mean. Oof. Oof. You know, I want to talk about this greater length at some point, because when you do this sort of thing quickly, you make everybody mad. We have listeners who believe cops on the beat ought to be treated exactly like anybody else who, who shoots somebody, for instance. We have uh, people at the other end of the spectrum who believe uh, uh, no cop should ever be questioned for what they do because they're heroes. Uh, I would suggest that uh, neither end really has a, uh, uh, a monopoly on wisdom. Uh, taking a look at uh, well, got a great email from from a guy. We'll tell you about in a couple of minutes, and all the studies that have been done, the books written on high stress situations and how they cause humans to act in ways they normally don't. And uh, you really you
4: have to give a little allowance for that. But more on that to come. Marshall, have you mentioned race in the story yet? Yeah,
0: for anybody who hasn't
4: heard it, what are the races yeah, let's here? Let's
0: mention right. race because it's always about race,
3: Marshall. What's the race? But well, he is a Somali American, the officer who did the shooting and she of course is a uh, white Australian woman, so. pretty, very attractive.
1: So right. pretty Black is not man a race? Gun down a white woman. Pretty is not a race. Well, I'm just saying it's if, if the
4: cop was a white dude, we wouldn't hear we wouldn't be hearing about this. You don't think? What? Doubt it. If a cop was a white dude what? shooting a white woman, correct. No, nah, I think we'd be hearing
1: about it. It wouldn't it wouldn't be. That would be uh, level two. If level she were,
0: one would be, she he's white, she's black. Then it's the then it's a giant national well, crisis. Marches again. Oh, <laughs> then it's marches in the street, right? German
3: Chancellor Angela Merkel's spokesman says the point of a dinner at the Group of 20 summit was to facilitate informal contacts. And the German leader yeah, said to eat lots of
0: Wiener schnitzel.
3: <laughs> the German leader says she wasn't surprised or confused by anything that happened.
0: All right, that's all I need to hear yeah. from this now. Right. That's That's the end of the story, right? Yeah, right, that's we the had end a giant dinner
1: where we all hobnobbed. Yep. Trump hobnobbed with Putin
0: his boy too. That, that is allegedly. the dinner table events. That's the end of the story. Merkel says, I, I was there, I saw it. I didn't think anything of it. Right. Okay, move on, yep. that, nothing to see here. Supposed to facilitate those kind of discussions. And if anybody cared, it'd be old lady Merkel. Yeah, she has more, yes. she's the example Ian Bremmer keeps using of. Doesn't have that relationship with Merkel, does with Trump. What's going on? She thinks it's no big deal.
4: Yeah, (laughs) perhaps
0: she should put down the strudel. A little little softy, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
4: One,
3: One last note, avocado toast, one of the trendy food items that's just not going away. And it turns out Americans are spending a nice chunk of change on it each month. The tech company that helps businesses process credit card payments looked at all the data from around the country, and found Americans are spending $900,000 a month on avocado (laughs) toast. Okay. $900,000 a month. There's like 350
1: million people in the country. That's fine, but That's so what nice. is that
0: toast with avocado on it?
2: <laughs> is that yes. what that is?
1: And, and he's normally figured
0: yeah. it out. Couple, <laughs> yeah. Of,
1: couple other, than, yeah,
2: no <laughs> yeah. kidding.
3: <laughs> this is what it was <laughs> like to work <laughs> with Einstein in the thirties, John.
4: That's funny. Yeah, it's, it generally <laughs> got it. By Job, he's got it. A couple
1: two tree ingredients, uh, avocado most prominent <laughs> among them. Yeah. He's figured it out. Avocado <laughs> toast runs s- almost seven bucks. Oh, yeah, the place
4: I went, the uh, healthy yeah. place was uh, it was right. six bucks. And the bread was gluten-free. Oh, oh yes. yeah! It's gluten-free, very important. Super.
3: At your news, I'm Marshall Orders Phillips. Up. <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
0: Yeah, uh, us at the Toasted Crust, our artisan toast stand uh, kiosk, more so than a store. Right. We've been thriving off the avocado toast boom. Gotcha. It's a pop-up shop. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're starting to look at franchising. It's uh, it's been really good. We have more of the puns on. Uh, A-hole coming our way from the text line. And a little
1: insight on the pressures of police work. Do you have any time for that amidst your
0: little jokes? Me standing here in children's gymnasium shoes. (laughs) Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So people back in the day who wore Google Glasses were called glassholes. Hmm. Unfortunate. And then, uh... Why all the savagery? I don't know who went next. Um, some, some, I may have. Someone who's uncouth is a <laughs> crasshole. Right. If you constantly uh, talk... A
1: rude fisherman's a basshole. Right.
0: If you constantly talk back to your elders, you're a sass hole. Right. And if you're a cranky stoner, you're a grasshole. Oh, my. So there you go. You're a cranky stoner. I think you're doing it right. I, <laughs> no kidding. I hope that each and every one of you are very proud of yourselves. You know, I've been corresponding
1: <laughs> with my uh, my buddy Rich from the Dead Flowers, um, who sent me the beautiful shot of the dead lizard posed with a cigar in its mouth, leaning against a golf tee. Uh, and, uh, and Rich is from the Detroit area. And is very enthusiastic about the idea of Kid Rock running, and is threatening to move back to Michigan to vote for him. And then he, he makes uh, a couple of body jokes I will not re- re- repeat. But then his closing exclamation is "Vote Rock." How good a slogan is that? That's pretty good. Kid freaking Rock's going to win. I mean, unless he's caught like you know with a human head in the trunk of his his stretch uh, the Cadillac.
0: He's going to win. But remember, The Rock is thinking about running for something. Oh, that could cause confusion. So he could actually go with Vote The Rock and Don't Rock the Vote, Vote The Rock. Ro- wow. Which is a pretty good slogan. Clever. I say they run together. The <laughs> Rock
1: and Rock ticket. <laughs> Pair of Rocks. couple of Rocks. Also, quick comment, as long as my friends are texting me, the Trump and Putin get together. Come on, guys, keep your friends close and your enemies closer.
0: Well, I don't, Pretty solid. I'm i not talking about it anymore. Now that Merkel has said, I was in the room, it was nothing. Okay, that's all I need to know. She hates Trump and Putin. She's got every reason, if there was one, to right. say something nasty about it and said it was nothing. <clears throat> <clears throat> the Germans have no time for foolishness. I'll grant them that. So you're going to give us a police Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were
1: ready to move on yet we don't have to, we barely have time to scratch, scratch the surface but we got a uh, very note from Al, a very good note rather from Al anonymous who has not only uh, worked as um a cop but he's investigated officers internal affairs he's dealt with cops uh, uh who are involved in incidents as homicides etc., cetera, etc cetera. um and i mean he he points out a lot of different things um uh, including the fact that generally you don 't flip on your camera until you think you 've arrived and have started to work at a call, and so the fact that these guys had just pulled up they hadn 't turned on their body cameras because as far as they concerned they're concerned they weren 't doing anything yet um so that 's you know that 's unfortunate, obviously, and maybe. Police have to take a look at those procedures, yeah. but then he That's points. That's a
0: very viable uh, explanation, though.
1: Yeah, high stress situations cause humans to sometimes act in ways they might not normally act. If you want to read an amazing study of this, check out either on combat or. On Killing by retired Army Lieutenant Dave Grossman. Repeated exposures to stressful events tend to inoculate a person to some of the negative reactions. Unless they've previously served in combat, most new officers, even at large or high crime agencies, won't have enough repetitions of these incidents to proper, properly buffer them for many years. Officers at small or low crime agencies may rarely or, or even never, thankfully, experience one of these events but it takes a lot of times dealing with it till you can deal with it uh, with any level of calmness or even keelishness.
0: So is he saying, um, if for instance, you're a combat veteran, a loud noise and someone running at you wouldn't have really gotten you all worked up? Right, presumably, you know, unless you
1: have PTSD or something like that. If you're used to those scenarios unfolding, you can deal with them a lot better than uh, somebody uh, who's brand new to it. That's not I that mean, shocking. a No, I don't doubt that. I would like to read those uh, studies. And, and they're not political. They're not to defend a specific cop in a specific case or because they don't like the guy in Ferguson. It's about how people tend to behave.
0: Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show.